Hey friends, I'm Lahari. Welcome to Down to Brown. I'm here to tell you why I'm down to brown. I'll let you in on a secret. I am one of those people in the room who gets really excited when someone says icebreaker games. So I thought we'd start this off with one. You'll recognize it, two truths and a lie. I'll start. Number one, I like incredibly detailed themed parties. Number two, I enjoy reading the end of a book before I start it because I care more about how the story happens. Number three, when people see me in the morning, they tend to wonder, this is before coffee. So what do you think? All right, all right. So the lie is that I'm lying. All of these are the truth. Twist. I know, I am so Ocean's Eleven clever. But now you know a little bit about me before I tell you a story. Like many other brown people or folks with any type of identity that shares multiple cultures, ethnicities, I spent my whole life being super confused about the Indian and American and the dash between it. I lived in the States. I was born in the States. I moved to India for a little bit. Then I came back. I had a little accent for a while and then I didn't. It was all very confusing. And on my 18th birthday, I remember I had just finished an intense under the cover binge of Sex in the City on YouTube that um, obviously my parents didn't know about because that would have not been allowed. In that moment, for some reason, Carrie Bradshaw, the main character, or actually I should say protagonist because we all know who stole the show, Samantha. Carrie really stood out to me because we had a few personality things in common, but mostly because she made life look so easy. She seemed to navigate even her mistakes with this sort of cuteness and effortless privilege. And I decided, yeah, you know, what the heck? I'll walk into the dorms um, first day of freshman year and just adopt her personality in a brown body. And no one, no one would know. I needed it, guys. I know it's like looking back so embarrassing, but I just needed some model to emulate because I was about to start this lifestyle that had not been modeled to me growing up. All the women in my family are so strong. They have, though, had this experience where they have gone from their fathers to their husband's home straight, no transition period. And I just figured you know what? I need someone to model this independent lifestyle and Carrie makes it look sure as hell sexy. She also has a pronounced nose like me. So let's go for it. Instead, I found myself experiencing things that I don't really remember any episode covering or Carrie making any brunch jokes about, such as I was negotiating with my dad on how many years I could date on my own until he put my profile up in a Telugu marriage website. He gave me until the old age of 27 and spoiler alert, he did it behind my back anyway. And in a small town of Georgia, I was the only Indian girl working in a Cheerios factory of 700 people. And I was never that bitch who laid on the beach in my bikini to tan because first of all, bikinis and the whole lifelong conditioning of covering and being modest. And second of all, God forbid, I became too dark. Right. 
So when people did openly acknowledge or want to talk about my brownness, it was a lot of, oh, I love better chicken. Just the other day I had naan. Or are you getting an arranged marriage? Which, by the way, is a deeply personal question to ask in casual banter, i.e. a work happy hour in front of my VP. What? This didn't happen to me. I'm not salty about it. Or how much they enjoyed Slumdog Millionaire. But to be honest, I'm also not super mad at these questions because there's really not much out there about us for people to be working with. So I guess, J-Ho. It was clear that I was not having the right conversations about being Indian outside of my family. When it came to conversations about unpacking Indian American psychology, like our relationship with shame, trauma, beauty, identity, racism, casteism, gender norms, I wasn't seeing much. It is the equivalent of trying to buy toilet paper in March 2020. I mean, now we have some Instagram accounts that kind of shed light on these topics like Crown the Brown or Brown Girl Therapy. Thank God. We also have a bit more representation in the media, but it's a few people carrying the burden of representing an entire country of one billion people and its immigrants. Don't get me wrong. I am thrilled to turn on the TV and see a series or an actress that better reflects us, walk into the bookstore, see an author with a name like ours. But, you know, at some point we're going to have to give Mindy Kaling a vacation. So I decided that I want to discuss what we typically don't say, admit, share, giggle, fight, or cry about with our friends publicly, being the keyword. In this podcast, we're going to talk to everyday badass brown women about topics that are usually taboo at the Indian American dinner table. Our question is, how do we embrace and thrive given the contradictions and comedy of being multiple identities? In season one, we will barely scratch the surface by covering fob shaming, racism and casteism, beauty, family trauma and healing, female culture, mental health, all shades of brown love, colonialism and model minorities. Yeah, some pretty mild small talk. I have to give a huge shout out to the incredible friends or friends of friends who enthusiastically joined this effort. You'll be hearing from a very passionate crew of women who truly believe there's a gap of talking about awkward, uncomfortable brown things openly so that we can continue on our path of being our best brown selves. Okay, okay. I promise I'm almost done. I've spent some time telling you why we're here and what we will cover, but I'm a super upfront person, so I also think it's equally important to tell you what we won't be covering in this podcast. I won't be, and do not even slightly flatter myself, that I'm an expert. I'm always open to being corrected or hearing feedback because I'm just a brown chick trying to talk to other brown chicks about our growth. Our experiences aren't everyone's, and we fully acknowledge that. We won't be also keeping things superficial. Think of this as a mix of your ass on your therapist's sofa meets three wine glasses into girls' night or margaritas. That's the vibe I'm going for. And on that note, we might not always agree, and I am 100% here for that. We're here to be curious and to leave with compassion. We also will not be bashing Indian or American culture. Like, no way. That's not the point of a productive conversation. 
It's like my sister. I can tease her, but if you do, please walk out the door before I charge at you. Plus, if we share painful experiences, it's not to get into a woe is me black and white imagery. We're sharing because we trust you and we want to focus on the learning that comes from those experiences. Lastly, this is not an exclusive VIP speakeasy for just folks that identify as browner women. If you're someone who's on a journey to explore your identity, past traumas, you like love, you're understanding your biases, you think mental health is important, or you have someone in your life that you love or know that is Indian American and you want to understand them, this is for you. The password for this speakeasy is all are welcome. That's my spiel. If you haven't hit pause by now to watch your favorite influencers TikTok, then I take it as a win and thank you for hanging on. The only acceptable excuse is if you pause to listen to Anderson Puck's latest single. If that's the case, then you're forgiven and DM me because we need to be friends now. That's about it. So um, let's get this party started because I am fucking down to brown. Brown.